Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of In the City, where every Thursday I chat with a special guest about everything from lifestyle, parenthood, family life, living in New York City, travel, all of it. And this week, I'm so excited. I have another bestie on. Her name is Natasha. We are blogging besties for how many years now? I don't even know. But we're going to get into the story of how we met, our kids, um, and that she is like a well-published author of four books total, five coming out within the next year. Um, And I'm so proud of her. And I want to talk about um, children's book writing and how she juggles it all. So welcome, Natasha. Thank you, my girl. I'm so excited to be here. I am super excited for In This City podcast and all the talking that we can do because we hardly get to see each other in real life, right? That is true. That is true. (laughs) Although we did make time a couple weeks ago. We took the kids out to dinner, which was so cute. And much needed. Love this. Yes. So before we get started, tell everyone your handle, how they can follow you, your website, all that stuff. Okay, so my name is Natasha Dana, and my handle is at Twin Delicious. And you can also find us on all social channels at Twin Delicious or Twin Delicious Inc. Um, website twindelicious.com. And yep, that's, that's us. <laughs> yes, that is you. And you've been blogging for how long? Uh, since 2012. And it wow. goes fast, right? I know it does go fast. Yes. I remember meeting you at a blogger event um, and just following your journey and was so impressed like with your, your, you also have children's books, which are amazing. Um, So you started your blog, you have three kids, uh, you have two, a set of twin girls and a boy. So the girls are 11. They're 11. Mm -hmm. And Bash, her, you know, spitfire child. I love him. (laughs) Uh, he is five, um, literally cracks me up every single time I see him. I love him. Yeah. And you started after the girl, how old were the girls when you started the blog? Um, so they were turning to, um, and I started the blog with a book idea in mind and it just rolled in together perfectly. I guess the writing world, it's, it's great to blog. I think if you you're interested in writing at all, that's just one tip that I have to like drop first off. Um, and it started in 2012 when they were almost two. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. And then I love that you actually had a book in mind when you started. Yeah, I did. Because I think like with most creative people, you look for things, um, you know, that you think other people want, but more than likely, if it is if it doesn't exist in the world, you should be the one to create it, or else it wouldn't have put in place on your you know lap or your heart to do it. So yes, the I felt that the book was needed. I felt that um, twins needed to see a book or a series of books that included the bond that they share, and the last series of books that existed like this was the Bobsy Twins, which we know uh, is so long ago. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's so relative to many twins. And through that journey of writing books on twins and their relationships, I wanted to continue the stories of bonding and relationships and sibling bonds and encouraging. And we see our twin friends and our twin community for Twins Fest. It's all just a crazy love, <laughs> love fest. But not only do we connect with all of our twins 
but we also connect with so many friends or, you know, people online with siblings and children and, you know, best friends even connect. And I think it's, you know, the best thing ever. I Even like our kids, they get along so well. It's like we're, we're the three mom with a mom <laughs> with three kids and they just mesh together, right? <laughs> they do. They're so cute together. I can't even handle it. They've just, you know, I mean, over the years, I mean, they've seen each other at events. We've been on vacations together. So they, they've they just grow. all, yeah. yeah. And to see, and then also what I love that you do, and I want to get all into like the book and the publishing and all this stuff, but you create something else to go along with every book that you've published. Which yeah. Is- yeah. So I just, i I feel like, I don't know, people need like a tangible moment, right? It, a book is amazing. The story is amazing. It lives with you forever. But when you have a product to match the book, to me, it feels like you're connecting. The reader is connecting to the story so much more. So with every book that's published, a product is with it. The first book, there was a line of dresses because the twins in the story share similarities. And one of the similarities is their style. And um, the summer book has a summer camp book has a charm bracelet because it's something that you can share with a friend or a sibling when you're leaving each other for the summer or you've connected with someone. It's such a keepsake to have and share with someone Um, and following every book after. That's exactly how it goes. I love that. I love that. And you created like, I mean, even like, I mean, crazy merch, like T-shirts, dresses, it was, it's like insane. I like actually, actually the other day, I'm like, who makes this dress? She's like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The capes were the best. When I, I am that kid that is like dedicated to all the super kids. Spitfire, you said it. They need a cape. They really do. Their mom's probably. Yes, that's right. That was Bash's book. That's Bash's book, <laughs> which I love. I can't even handle it. It's so cute. But you like literally started the blog and then a year later published your first book. I mean, that's like pretty spectacular. It was, um, you know what it is, the waiting process. Because I'm not an an illustrator, I had to wait for the illustrator to do their part. So when I wanted to create the book, um, I I didn't think too much into it. I just said, you know, I'm going this route and I'm going to figure out how to do it. I didn't scout agents and um, publishing deals. I went to a hybrid company and sent them the story idea. They liked it, connected me with illustrator and editor, and we went from there. So it's like a team working together, but you have to wait for each team member to do their jobs. So I kept busy, you know, of course the twins kept me busy, but then I also, um, because I'm just used to always working and moving, I started the, the line and then continued to blog and, it all unfolded together. So yeah, the whole process takes about a year, but you're waiting for everyone else to do their jobs. So it worked out. Yeah. And you have the same illustrator for all the books, right? Yes. I I love my illustrator. Um, I share him with the world, whoever has a good story and, and they share it with me. I'm like, you have to connect with Mike. He is so great. He's in California and he does, um, illustrations full time. Amazing. And how did you find him though? I found him. How did I find Mike? Oh my goodness. So first I was working with Gerald, who was um, the illustrator directly from the publishing company. And we connected through Gerald. 
and took off from there because then Gerald became super duper busy, like animated series, television, <laughs> you know, busy. Um, and, and that's how it organically, you know, community and connection, it matters. That's why we, we do what we do. We have to share the good people and good stuff and keep in our community. And, and that's how we continue to grow with good people, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you did it without an agent too. Like it's kind of, it's like, it's different than most, I feel like authors journeys, right? Like it's, you definitely went off the beaten path for this. I did go off the beaten path to begin. Um, it's funny because come full circle, I'm now going the traditional route and have an agent. But I love the, the way that I started my book journey as an author because um, I wanted to create more than just a story. So authors, they, they create stories and they, they like to put them out into the world and create characters. I felt like this was more of an IP, something that I wanted to keep and create and build on. So I love that I did stick to my gut and, and do it this way without agents and selling off um, the book to a publishing company in the beginning to start. Totally, totally. And what's been the difference of that? What has been the difference? I think the waiting <laughs> and right. not knowing, right? We, we, sitting idle is probably the worst thing ever when you don't know what's going on. If you know what's going on and you have a deadline, then it's fine. It's like, okay, I know this and this needs to get done before this time frame. But um, not knowing if anyone will accept or likes or the feedback um, on your book is probably the craziest part of having an agent shop for you. Cause it's like, you're handing your baby off and you're like, okay, take care of it and make sure you bring something good back. Right. 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 Whereas like the first time you did it, you, you were just, no one was holding you back. You just published it and that was it. No one had anything to say about it. Right. Exactly. I mean, your creative team, they have their feedback. Your editor has their feedback, the illustrator. They do make it help you create this, you know, wonderful thing that you, that's your vision. Um, but yeah, the holds back, it's, that's exactly right. There's no holding back. You're just putting it out there where I feel like there's more of um, the hesitation. It's the worst thing, right? It's like you're hesitant. Totally. I feel like you're stuck. Like you're hesitating. Did I do the right thing? Is someone going to like it? Right. Right. No, of course. I'm sure. And now what can you tell us about the new book? Like what is the book about? Okay. So the new book is more of a transformational book. My background is in behavioral therapy and I felt like through my journey of blogging, I've connected with not just um, twin moms and, you know, twins in that community, but as we grew, I also had opportunities to speak about other things and, and how it is you know, being a mom and helping little people grow and develop. And I felt that there are so many questions that we hold within ourselves that need to be answered. And it's usually based on our own feelings, our own purpose, being our most authentic, altruistic self and how we could set that free. And I think that so many people can um, work on those things. And it's kind of like tips and tools and all the good juicy stuff with facts and fun and, and yeah, that's it in a nutshell. So it's catered mainly to, it's more to adults this time, not children. Yes. Love that. I love that. It's like a total shift. Yeah. A total shift. Um, but I think it's a good shift because I mean, I speak to anyone, but I think mothers hold such a role, um, in life that we should really nurture our superpowers 
get more control of ourselves. Share the um, yeah. wisdom, the knowledge. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree with you. It's true. I love it. I love this journey. I can't wait for your book to come out. I will definitely update everybody when Natasha's book is here and available. But where can you find the books now that are already published? They're everywhere. Um, Yeah, they're everywhere. That's what, right? The lingo where books are sold. But the main hub is a twindelicious.com. I love that because then I get the feedback directly. It's the best, the testimonials. I love all of our readers and love hearing what they have to say. Um, but Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Amazon.com, um, yeah, wherever books are sold. We own every one, and I can tell you that my girls just I absolutely love them so much. <laughs> and, you know, they're proud. They're like, these are my friend. This is my friend's mom's, you know, book, and these are them, you know. It's a book about them. I think it's just really cool. It's just oh, awesome. Uh, amazing. And now, so Natasha lives outside the city and, she, you know, as we said, she has three kids and I got to tell you guys, she is the first one to attend any event. She never holds back. She'll have three kids in tow at all times. Um, even if she, you know, it is just a mom's night out. She gets, she's there. She shows up. She's always present. And I know myself, I'm busy. I'm always crazy. Like, how do you juggle everything? How do I <laughs> That's yeah. a good, I love that. The mom juggle is real. That That's yes. for a reason. Um, so I just, I feel like because I am a New Yorker, like in native New York, I was born in Brooklyn. Um, I travel in my mind with the New York state of mind. <laughs> so it's like, we're always on the, the go and we're ready to go. Um, and if things feel good, of course, I'd love to be there. Um, it's something I look forward to, especially our mom's night, because we're always juggling with our children. So if I do happen to get a sitter and do something that's um, where I can speak and sit with friends and just speak adult language, that would be wonderful. And that's why I try my best to attend those. And then when it comes to the kids, they need to see their friends. These are their friends that they connect with that, you know, not all of their friends that are home with them in our community or the school community, you know have the same experiences as they do. So getting mm-hmm. to see friends at events and things like that is definitely something that they look forward to. Um, I love being able to do things with my children. It allows them to see the world outside of our four walls or whatever. Um, and I, getting on time, and I think they just know. They know the assignment, right? They know <laughs> something to do. Let's right. go at this time. And, and that's the speed that we run on. I love that. No, it's true. I mean, we've been on anywhere from, you know, an event in New York City to skiing in Vermont together with our kids. And it's funny because they all come from the same cloth, obviously. And like, there are certain things that we do that a normal family going on a vacation doesn't have to do. Like we have to make sure we capture it and take the photo and, you know, all of that stuff. And I feel like our kids are all on the same page with that. And especially when they see other kids doing what they have to do at times, it's kind of like refreshing to them. Right. They're like, okay, we're in this together. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's super cute. But now to see them go off and kind of doing their own thing, I think is even cuter. Like when we met for dinner a couple of weeks ago, the girls were doing like their own cute little TikTok dances and it was just super cute, you know, to see them like take that and that's their own thing, you know, their edits are unbelievable. Oh my goodness. It's true. It's true. (laughs) 
It's true. I, it's like, I'm like, I said to see I'm like, you need to start doing my TikToks for me now because you get it. You know, it's really <laughs> funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. And they, yeah, the edits are pretty on point. Like pretty soon they're going to be working for us. You know it's, that, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. I can't, I love it. I love it so much. It's, um, it's a nice, it's a nice journey. I feel like it's a nice, uh, lifestyle that they have you know they get the best of both you know and they get to be ex- expo- you know exposed to like so much i mean we we take them everywhere it's yeah. kind of crazy yes like i definitely weren't wasn't doing those things as a kid at all <laughs> no absolutely not no and i feel like um naturally things happen and our children what what is it they, they choose us we don't choose them. They choose us. So they knew what they were getting themselves into, right? There you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, it's not always easy. But when they see their other friends, you know, doing that kind of stuff, it's good. It is. They're in it together. I, lo- I believe in that completely. And they do enjoy it. And as far as editing, I can't wait until I can say, here's this, you know, why don't you create, you know, whatever you want out of it. Uh, to be honest, I, I do it now. They're so yeah. creative. And even like moving forward, like twindelicious.com on the website and like with merch, they have their own inputs and they're 11 now and things are growing and we still have a community that's growing. So they've requested to update some of the things that are available. I love that. I love that. They're updating a skirt that I want for the girls. (laughs) But I was like, I can't wait till they come out. Um, Yeah, they have the best style, the girls, which is so, you know, so cute. I love it. And also, so like, talk about twin life too. Like, let's get into like, you wrote books about it, but like, twin life is so different. Like I said, um, we have friends who have twin boys and they looked at us years ago with three kids and they were like, oh my God, your life is so much harder than ours. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have twins, you have double. And they're like, no, but you have different schedules. Like we did everything at the same time. You're like still all over the place. Like each kid is different. Like for our kids, they're just like on the same page the whole time. And I was like, I know, but it's like double, like you're juggling them. And they're like, no, but so how is that? Like having twins first and then having, you know, just one kid after. Yeah. I'm so bad. It's like a dream (laughs) compared. (laughs) He was, but he's always been busy. It's so funny, but in the funniest way I have to say, but I can relate to your friend who has twin boys because, but then there's other parents of twins who feel it's super hard, you know? Um, and it, I feel like it depends on the individual for me. Um, I think that it was starting out with two, being a first time mom of twins because I don't, I didn't know anything else. Didn't know anything else. Yeah. And, yeah. And I just felt like, okay, we're going to get on the same schedule, the three of us, and we're going to, you know, just live life the way it's meant to be lived without any, you know, tears and heart, whatever. I just had a positive outlook on it and definitely schedule is number one. Any parent of twins who cannot um, get their kids on the same schedule. I, I cry for them because it, it doesn't stop. So schedule, schedule, schedule is everything. Having them on the same schedule is definitely a yes. Um, for you or anyone who has kids close in age, um, it's like the diaper never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I can see how that can be a little bit of a, a harder journey. It, it can um, 
But then having a singleton after having twins, I felt that Bash was a dream because I had so much more time. Um, right. Whether or not I had the girls on the same schedule, you still don't have enough moving parts of yourself. <laughs> right. You're one against two. I mean, yeah, yeah 100%. Exactly. Exactly. But it is different when you have two and then you have that one baby by himself and you can love on him and he gets everything and you don't forget that you fed him at a certain time because it's only him that you have to feed at that moment. Right. (laughs) That's so true. And the girls are so sweet to bash. They're like the best big sisters ever. Yeah, they they are. They really are. They're really good with him. Um, and it's funny because he refers as early as he could speak, his reference to the girls were Victoria's his sissy. He always called her sissy and Kennedy was his best friend. And even if he'd say Kennedy, whatever, but if you asked, which is which, which sister is which he would say, Kennedy's my best friend and sissy is my sissy. (laughs) That's so cute. It's so funny. It's so he has a best friend and a sister. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. he doesn't realize it's both sisters, and they're they're fraternal twins, you guys, and they are complete opposites too. Like if you saw them in the street, you wouldn't know that they're twins. They're totally, they look completely different, which is funny, right? And I think because you see you you know you're around them all the time, you know that they are sisters or twins or whatever. But anybody else, they like have to do a double take. I it's funny because if we're ever somewhere. Um, and people, they never hesitate to ask, are these twins? Like, I remember when they were infants, like we would just, I I would cringe sometimes walking in stores if they were sleeping and I just needed to get in and out because people want to stop you and see. And I'm like, no, they need to sleep. But anyway, um, they meet in the middle. Um, and this happens with 25% of twins that they're completely opposite. Like one will be taller, one will be, uh, you know, shorter, uh, one's thinner, the other one's a little heavier. One has red hair, one has black hair, or one wears glasses, the other one doesn't. Um, and that's exactly where they fit in that 25th percentile. It's hilarious. It's so funny. They do have similar, like, mannerisms. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, you never have to worry about, like, telling which one is Kennedy, which one's Victoria, because they're total opposites, which is so cute. It's so funny. It's so but they fun. balance each other. They balance each other out for sure. They, they definitely do in the personality sector. They balance each other out <clears throat> for the longest time. It was, um, Kennedy was the quiet reserved. She would just look around and Victoria was like, you know, a bull of fire, like I'm the boss here. Um, and then they switched and now I feel like there's a balance between the two of them. But um, Victoria would, how can I say it? She would hesitate and let Kennedy go first to like try something. It, it's the funny it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the switch happens. I hear that a lot with twins. Um, the switch does happen every now and then they flip flop, but they, they continue to balance each other out. For sure. I mean, they're going to switch so many more times until mm. they're adults. It's going to go back and forth all the time. But at least, you know, they'll always have each other. And, you know, it's I think it's just such a special bond, you know, that they have. It's so sweet. Yeah, it is. They're lucky. Twins are amazing. They're they're the, the funniest stories <laughs> that you hear. Based I'm on- sure. <laughs> Double trouble. That's what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, do either of them say that they want to, like, become an author just like you when they grow up? Um, no, but I can say not directly, but, um, what I see 
being that they are kind of the balancing act and opposites, Victoria is very academic business, like, um, and how can, um, precise with things. So I could see her doing something like maybe in the business world or something that has to be like factual formulas, like something like that. And Kennedy's very artsy, like she'll create and do or be a part of anything and like do good at it. So yeah, her, her art ability is definitely there. I, in a perfect world, I wish that they would do something together. And that's just probably me. But, you know, when you have a good team and you can balance each other out with talent, isn't that the best? Like, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that they will. I think that maybe they will one day. I know. I mean, Ciel and Gemma, you know, not twins, but they talk all the time about having businesses together. And it's super cute. I mean, they have the little, you know, uh, they make bracelets together. It's so cute. It's so sweet. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. And if they're talking about it now, you never know. Right. It could always happen. I know. I love that. I love that so much. So now where can we see Twin Delicious? Like, what are you like on your blog? Like, obviously you have a book coming out within the next year. What else can we see from your site? Like, what else are you working on? Are you traveling anywhere fun? Are you hitting on any other new topics that you haven't hit on before? Uh, Let's see. So to be honest, I am approaching 2022 one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yes. We just, you know, never know. I am super optimistic about everything, but um, I am leading in, in the direction where I see fit and where our community can um, connect with us the most authentic way. So there's no... Um, we don't have any like huge travel plans on our schedule. We're just going with our regular, you know, schedule. We love our home in Florida where we can get away and have some fun in the sun. Um, So so jealous of that. Love it. Oh my goodness. It's honestly, we need vitamin D in our lives. Like yeah, New York city in the summer can be, I mean, in the winter can be really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, it's true. I'm feeling it this week, especially this week has been cold. It's been dark. It really affects my mood for sure. Yeah. And we need, we need the sun. How many times have you gone to the doctor, like for your checkup mid spring or something? And the doctor's like, well, you're vitamin D deficient. And like, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thanks a lot. I think everyone in New York city is, but yep, that's so true. Especially now. But, um, as far as what we're working on, we're just, um, moving in the capacity that we're growing. Like I said before, the girls are interested in adding up-to-date merch that aligns with their tween age. So we're planning all of that. And as far as how we show up in stories, I'm connecting with so many more people in the publishing world and I love it. I love to hear stories and, and that's basically what I'd like to offer on the blog at this point. If I can offer any value in someone else creating a book or um, raising girls, twins, children, connecting with other mothers. That's basically what our blog is for. Our community has grown and we grow with you. And we just like to have more than that um, non-relatable story. We want, we like to offer real relatable stories on our blog. So that's what happens there. Right. Like, aren't you dabbling in coaching as well? Like, Yes. Tell us about that. So the coaching happened. It's funny because it happened kind of with um, 
the pandemic and were indoors and I guess people had more time on their hands and they just wanted to follow their passion projects. And I love that because so many times, especially for us moms, we're working and we're juggling everything and we forget to do the things that we really want to do that we're probably so good at. And being creative is one of them. And it allowed for a lot of people to create. And with creation, I they found me on um, either social or the website and I had to service them <laughs> because I was so excited about so many people that wanted to either speak on children's books or wanted to build a brand or just build themselves. Right. And how yeah. do they revamp themselves? It's like our, we're our own personal brands and we're our own walking resume. So, and all that, you know, bundled in one in that capacity, that's the one-to-one service that I've been providing. And I love it because I do love people and I love people with great stories. It's like, let's sit down and talk forever because I want to hear all about it. No, you're so good at that. And the fact that you're providing this resource is so important because I feel like when, even when I started the blog so many years ago, and even now there's no resource, I feel like for me, you know, like I'm in the process, like I need to find a new web guide to design things. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's not this, I don't know, something like, I just want to go to like one thing and find all the answers to all of it instead of having to research all that stuff. Because at the same time, it's, it's a lot, you know, especially when you're juggling kids, you don't Mm -hmm. have the time to do all that stuff either. You know, you can easily drop a ball and it's usually the ball that that's ourselves, right? We drop our ball. Like, oh, I was doing that, but I'll drop this to do those 10,000 other things. So definitely having a resource, like a one-stop shop is awesome. It's true. In all these years, there isn't, we don't, there's nothing, right? For like, from E to Z doing that. Well, hello. (laughs) I know. There you go, Natasha. This is what I want. This is what I need. Like, where do you go about finding an assistant? Where do you go about finding this, finding that, you know, like, um, like web design, everything from like web design to pitching, you know, I know even for myself, like, do you have an agent? Do you not have an agent? Like all of those things, you know, where do you, where do you go? Where do you go? It's hard. It is hard. It's a lot of word of mouth, obviously in our business. And, um, I think too, because there is a lack of, events happening these days because of the current climate. I mean, hopefully that'll change in the next couple of months, but you're missing that networking thing. And the fact that you're offering that on your website, I think is key. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, we are missing the connection and community. And I believe that we were talking about this before about a retreat. Like we need one of those. We need it in the worst way. And now more than ever, it has to happen soon. And what, what was that bonus that we spoke about? We'll have the kids doing their mastermind in the room. <laughs> yes, the kids can do their own. They can have their own session by the pool while we have ours by the pool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's needed. You know, it's definitely something that we need for sure. Um, definitely like a mastermind coming soon. And hopefully the events will start happening again. And, you know, the that whole lifestyle will be back in full swing. Because now I know I like look at my calendar every week and I'm like, oh God, I have like three, three things I have to do, you know, outside of the house. Outside. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a little too much for me, you know? So I like, it's weird. Like I have this like different mentality now. I'm like, oh, three nights a week, like to be out is too much, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, that was like never an issue or a thing. Exactly. Um, before this. Yeah. 
after school, school day. Like it didn't matter. It's the truth. It's so true. And now I'm like, oh, too many days, too many days, but it's so fun. <laughs> well, I cannot thank you enough to be on, like being on here and just sharing your journey of becoming an author, your lifestyle with us. Like, I mean, you have so many things in the work, so many things happening. I'm so proud of you. Um, and just tell everyone again, where can they find you? Um, and, uh, when Natasha's book comes out, I will definitely obviously let everyone know where they can grab a copy. I will definitely keep you updated on that. So for, um, one-to-one and speaking on transformational connections and things like that, I do have a personal website, natashadana.com. Um, but our overall twin delicious life and lifestyle is at twindelicious.com. And our handles at Twin Delicious, which is T W I N D O L L I C I O U S, which is a 3D word in the publishing world. Um, and that's it. I love that because I didn't know that it was a 3D word, but it's twin and then doll, like D O L L licious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh my God. So amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Natasha, for joining me. And uh, thank you for tuning into In the City. Uh, You can catch a new episode every Thursday. Love you. Love you you too. Thank you, girl. Bye. Bye.